This is Anna from the Pop Prison Power Podcast, and this is the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 417 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Amen. <laughs> and the experts, Mr. Mark Hey, Mark Ellis Rick. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. You. Are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our review of the biggest, the latest movie from Netflix and directed by the Russo brothers. It's The Gray Man. But before we get into all of that, how the hell is everyone doing? Aubrey Litchfield, the queen of all nerds, long may she reign. How the hell are you? We have barely seen you the last four or five weeks. I know. I I uh, I wish I could tell you honestly what I've been doing, but I've just been existing, I guess, for the most part. Um, I had COVID at one point, and then I was off for nope because that's a bunch of nope. Uh, and I mean, it's about really just wake up every day. Mm-hmm. Put one foot in front of the other. Best you can do these days. Yeah. You know, I, I had mentioned in our chat, you know, I think Aubrey could have handled nope. <laughs> you know, the more I think on it, I don't really think Aubrey could have handled nope. <laughs> Marcellus Reagans, do you think Aubrey could have handled nope? That's tough. Uh, thematically, yes. The thought of animals being tortured, maybe not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, probably not. How do you feel about uh, monkeys eating people's faces off? <laughs> That's really weird. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you back again. Uh, hopefully, we'll have you for a few more weeks in a row. Let me uh, just check the schedule here. <laughs> nope. Bye, Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, we, we've got you for one more week after this before we send you away again uh, as another horror movie arises. But uh, <laughs> that's okay. You get time to rest and, and collect yourself and get yourself uh, ready for some more awesome movies. We're glad to have you back on the show. Mark Ellis Reagans. How the hell are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing good. I realize there's a lot of uh, podcasting Mark Ellis that's been out lately. Uh, I did the uh, K-pop podcast this week. That should be coming out soon. The live stream for the Cure video podcast that we did together that for some reason popped up again. Um, yeah, I made it. I made it viewable for everybody so we we did it just on the live stream i gave it a few weeks because we wanted people to tune into the live stream and then i put it on patreon for our super fans over on patreon and after about six weeks on there of their exclusivity i uh unleashed it for everybody to watch i haven't really had a chance to promote it very much i've been very busy the last few days but it is up there yeah it's definitely one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done even though the the fact that i'm on camera which i hate uh but 
it happened, and the episode was hilarious. And I had some of that uh, Mountain Dew, that flaming hot Cheeto Mountain Dew. It wasn't that bad, man. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it was good. It's definitely not good, but it wasn't torturous. You got off. I think you got off kind of easy. Did you drink two <laughs> bottles of it in the span of an hour? Yeah, that's the part that that I can I can definitely say sucks for you. But taste wise, it wasn't. It was that, gross. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't. It that was bad. gross. It, it was coming out my ears. I could feel it in my ears. <laughs> And I like had to shit for like 45 minutes afterward. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, Joey, me and you were on a Co 45 this week uh, talking about Nope, which is another video episode. So, yeah, there's a lot of video podcasting in Marcellus's, uh area right now. We're breaking your, your video podcasting cherry <laughs> soon. We'll be making uh, one minute reviews for TikTok. <laughs> I am uh, shook it. Absor- absorb it while you can, because this is where I fade away into the darkness once again. This is where I, I, I go off uh, off radar. Fading away into Bolivia? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to buy you a ring light for Christmas. Me and Aubrey are going to pitch in. <laughs> it's going to look really $10 nice. Each. It's going to look really nice in a trash can next to my house. <laughs> Joey, how are you doing this week, dude? I'm doing good, man. I, I, I'm a little uh, stressed out from work. Work's been a little stressful the last uh, day or so. And then on top of that, I'm just fucking exhausted. Um, myself and Adam hit up Terrific Con in beautiful uh, Mohegan Sun, Uncasville, Connecticut, over the weekend as press. Um, you know, I worked all day Friday. So I worked 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Friday. I literally didn't have a break in between either. I had enough time to drive in between jobs. So I didn't have much time to prep for Terrific Con. I came home. I, I charged up my uh, electronics and my backup battery. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm fucking tired. I'm not I'm not going to shave my head tonight. I'll just get up earlier tomorrow and do it. So I woke up early on Saturday morning, shaved my head, got myself showered up, and headed on down to meet Adam. We headed down to uh, Mohegan Sun, which is a casino, if you're not aware of that. If you're not listening from the area and you're listening, it's a gigantic casino on Indian Reservation. They have Terrific Con there every year, which is a big comic book pop culture convention uh we were there as press we got a bunch of footage for uh cosplays so that was great adam's gonna be piecing that together so get to see a lot of the cool cosplay that we saw throughout the weekend we got to hang out with a lot of cool friends uh Stu from swo Stu world order was there with uh john and the manster from the pint colon uh pop culture podcast recent guest on the show andrew from recent activity was there I uh, get to see the Matt Man. I saw a zombie leader for all of five seconds. <laughs> was, it, it, there were points because we were out there on Saturday and it was very, it was very busy, much busier than last year. Uh, it was very busy, and there were moments where it was just a wall of humanity sweeping you along. So I, I got, I got to like give him a high five as he walked by, and that was as good as we could, we could muster. Um, the guys from the Dorkening were there. They had a big table, a big uh, display. So I got to uh, meet up with uh, Steven, Super Retro, and uh, Leo, and uh, somebody we haven't seen in a while, Marcellus. Jar Jar Jeremy oh, was in Oh, Jar Jar Jeremy. How's he doing? He's doing great, man. He's having a good time. And uh, I, I was telling him about BingCon coming up, so he may make the trip down and check that out. It was good seeing him. I hadn't seen him in a while. And uh, we also got to see Maggie, for, uh, formerly of Rock Candy Podcast. Uh, she was there helping out Item Get. And uh, they they were busy as hell, so it was hard to really talk. But uh, we were able to see Maggie, which was great. I haven't seen her in a while. Miss her. Unfortunately, she did say probably no podcast ever again. 
<laughs> you know how it is. You get out of the grind, it's hard to get yourself back in. Could you imagine if we just took like three or four months off and all of a sudden we're like, yeah, you guys want a podcast again every single week? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to the movies every single week and uh, then record and then edit and then promote it and then put it out and then go to the movies again? You guys want to do that again after four months off? <laughs> Be like on uh, where old guys like now. That's how I would respond. <laughs> Or what about uh, like Emperor Palpatine? Now, yeah. now. <laughs> I don't know. You you had me at the. Do you want to take four weeks off? That I'm like yes. <laughs> I was saying months. You, oh. you already slimmed it down a week. Oh, no, you said months. I'm down for that too. I, I think Mark secretly loves doing this. That's why he doesn't want to leave. <laughs> yeah, it's a big secret. I keep yeah, it. I, I see. I think you looked at the. Uh, <laughs> I think you looked at the coming attractions. You're like, who am I going to talk about Spirit Halloween the movie with if I quit the podcast? <laughs> We must own Cool Cat Saves the Kid Ultimate Director's Edition. That's right. Not, and that's not just the Director's Edition, Aubrey. It's the Ultimate Director's <laughs> Edition. There's not going to be a better Director's Edition of Cool Cat Saves the Kids than this. This is the Ultimate. If that shit came in a like 4K like steel book, I would buy it in a second. <laughs> Someone get Daddy Derek on the phone. <laughs> but we had a good time. We had a good time. Um, we went to a lot of panels and... A couple of them we went to was one was for Frank Miller Productions, which is a new comic company being started up by Frank Miller and uh, Dan DiDio, who used to work for DC. I don't know if you guys, Aubrey probably won't know what I'm talking about. Mark, you probably remember him. He was the editor-in-chief at DC for years. Uh, and they got a whole new comic company they're starting. Uh, Frank Miller's come up with some concepts, and then they've brought on, handpicked by him, creators to work on them. One of them is... a. Uh, second part of Ronin and actually Frank Miller's going to draw all himself. Then there is uh, a young adult one that one of the Kubert's daughters is going to draw. So it's like a third generation creator now working with them and a couple other cool ones. And they had some really cool looking books, some really cool concepts, no digital. So they are 100% print only. Wow. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Throwback. Yeah. They, they were saying, yeah, old school, man. They were talking about uh, on the panel about how, you know, when you make comics and they go digital, it, it loses a lot of the colors and a lot of the, the pop from the art. And they just they don't want to deal with it. They want print only. So it's, it's old school. I'm pretty excited at least to start checking out some of their uh, concepts. They're going to be at Fan Expo Boston. So me and Adam might try to hook up and uh, see if we can get some stuff going on with them in the future. And then another panel I went to was for uh, John Romita Jr., who I'm sure, Mark, you know, is a legendary comic book artist. Yes. And I honestly could people like that, like old school, like legendary artists like that. I could listen to them talk about working for like days. <laughs> oh, I was sad it was only an hour, but it it was great listening to him talk about you know when he first started back in the early '80s on X Men and going to uh, the bullpen and Stan Lee could never remember his name, even though he has the same name as his dad. Uh, just lots of stuff like that. And it was great. Uh, Howard Mackey, uh, who was a writer on a lot of Spider-Man with John Romita Jr., came in and heckled him throughout the panel. Nice. Very nice. It was fun. It was fun. It was great. It was a great time. And, you know, we get to walk around and see a bunch of people. The only real downside, you know, was that it, it was insanely busy, which is awesome for Terrificon. Don't get it twisted. That's great. Uh, good for Mitch, good for cons, good for next year, <laughs> but it hampers, uh, me and Adam's ability to really get content when it's, it's that crazy. Cause you start to feel bad. You know what I mean? You like, you see people at a table, like you'd like to say, Oh, maybe I can interview them quick, like five, 10 minutes, but it's so busy that you don't want to pull them away. Cause you're going to be interrupting their ability to sell. So 
you know, that, that was really the only downside for us. We can get a ton of uh, interview content, but we've got some uh, things in the, in the works that we're working on just from networking there. So maybe we'll do some stuff outside of the show. And, and we had a good time. I would highly recommend Terrific Con in the future. I, I think it's a good central location. It was great seeing all those podcast peeps there. Might be something uh, maybe next year. You kind of have uh, even more people show up and just have a big hangout and do it a couple days or something, you know. So that's that's what I did. Terrific Con this weekend. Then I came home. I, I laid around all day. was lazy. Did errands uh, and watched a really shitty movie I got to record a TikTok for uh, <laughs> after we finished this. So That seems to be par for the course. I mean, well, some of those movies I, are good, right? You know, uh, we get a lot of screeners from companies. They have been sending us these screeners of video of uh, movies and different things. And Adam is just inundated with them. And I said, you know what? Send them all to me. I'll watch them. I'll, I'll bang out, you know, TikToks of them. They're one minute movie reviews. Helps us get content on TikTok. Um, helps us then comport that content across other medias. And it helps burn through these screeners. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're usually more missed than hit. <laughs> this one coming up uh, in a few days when I drop it was a huge miss. It was physically painful to watch. Aubrey, you would probably not just quit podcasting. You would quit watching TV or movies after watching. <laughs> it's not that hard to do. <laughs> this was bad. This was bad. This was bad. So uh, you look for that in the future. But otherwise, you know, just having, just having a good time, man. Just having a good time. So, you know, I think that's really, uh, you know, I think that's about enough about us. Maybe we should talk a little bit more about us. Mark Ellis Reagans, please tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right, so everybody can head on over to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly. You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our Tee Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. So definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars podcast and network. Back to you, Joey. Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's time for us to review Netflix. Probably their biggest movie of the year. I don't think there's going to be anything bigger than this that comes out. $200 million budget on this one. And that is The Gray Man. Directed by the Russo brothers from uh, Marvel fame. So, Aubrey Litchfield, uh, we're glad to have you back. Please tell us what The Gray Man is all about. Don't say a man that's gray. Uh, it doesn't count. I was about to say that. 
When the CIA's top asset, his identity known to no one, uncovers agency secrets, he triggers a global hunt by assassins, at least by its ex-colleague. All right. Well, this certainly sounds exciting. We all had a chance to check it out. We're going to go non-spoiler to start, as always. Then Markellis will drop the drop delineating spoilers. So if you haven't watched it yet, you'll at least know what we thought. And then you can check it out and come back and hear the rest of our in-depth discussion. So get started. Aubrey Litchfield, non-spoiler. What did you think of The Gray Man? It was an action movie. Mm-hmm. We all know how much I love those. So well, if we let you off the hook for horror movies and then we let you off the <laughs> hook for action movies, um, when are you ever going to be Everybody wants to hear my hot take on, on action movies and how boring I find them. <laughs> it's just, it, it's, you know, it, it's an action movie and it has Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans in it. So they're like, Hey, let's set these uh, traditionally attractive actors in this movie. One looks like a fucking douchebag that date rapes you, and the other, you know, looks like Ryan Gosling, who everybody (laughs) is infatuated with. It's it's just, it's boring. I've seen this movie a million times, done over with ugly actors, and it's just, I'm bored. I'm bored of a little girl being taken. Bored. What did you think of the Spirit Halloween trailer, though? <laughs> it's just every action movie is the same. Somebody gets kidnapped, and in this farming person who's the protagonist that's going to save them. It's fucking boring because it's not how that ended miles, miles ago. All right. Uh, Markellis Regans, how about you? I just want to say I love Aubrey's description of these actors, of these two guys. Like, one of them is a disgusting pedophile, and the other one looks like Ryan Gosling. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so I thought this movie was amazing. I think it's probably one of the best movies of the year. It is. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, it was, it was, you know, you have like an amazing, well, let's see. So the pedigree. Two amazing. I thought you were going to say the pedophile. <laughs> so two, you know, amazing leads, uh, amazing co-stars from the writers and directors of one of the biggest, if not the biggest movie of all time. And yeah, it's just okay. It does what it's supposed to do. It's a throwback to like the older movies. But, you know, I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. I didn't. It didn't blow my socks off. But I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, you know, I, oh man, I don't think I'm as violently opposed to it as Aubrey is. <laughs> but I, I, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat with you guys. You know, when you, when this was getting announced, you've got, like Mark said, you got a great pedigree for the writer-directors. You've got amazing actors in this. Um, you've got a lot of potential. And then you sit down and watch it, and it, it was fine. It's okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. You know, like I feel it's not as bad as Red Notice. Yes. So I don't feel as or um, you know, it was another one that that made me feel that it was Uncharted. Did you see Uncharted, Aubrey? Were you on that episode? I was. I did see it. Did Did you like it? It It, it was. Uh, I'll never watch it again. Ever? Like never? Even if it was on FX Saturdays? 
Yeah, probably not. I mean, maybe when I'm folding laundry, but I mean, other than that, it really doesn't matter. All right. Well, that I got to tell you, it wasn't as generic as that. That's like to me, like the most generic shit on earth. So this was a little better, but not by much, not by much. And I did not really feel much after the movie was over. I just was like, okay, good. That's over. I don't have to watch that for the podcast anymore. And that was, that was really the feeling I got from it. I wish I was more excited. I wish I was sitting here raving and ranting about how awesome it was. And I, I wish that they're going to make gray man two and gray man prequel and gray man animatrix. But it just was there. It just existed. So I, I don't know. Besides budget, I'm, I'm not really sure. Like, what is the difference between this mark and something like 2015's Close Range, starring Scott Akins? <laughs> what is the difference between that and this? I mean, that had a budget of three dollars and seventy-five cents, but I didn't feel about the same after watching it. So, like, what was the uh, extra one hundred and ninety-nine million and five hundred thousand dollars really worth it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's uh, it's it's a hard sell to me get excited about anything else involving the gray man but yeah so yeah from the three of us it looks like a very thumb in the meh but the only way to continue discussing it is to spoil it so now that you've known what we thought go check it out if you haven't if you have stick around Marcellus, you're gonna drop the drop and let's spoil the gray man i uh, i've got some spoilers what's the <laughs> spoiler yeah, here's a spoiler you will die alone <laughs> All right, we're going to start, as always, with things that we liked. Aubrey, I'm going to give you some time. I'm going to go to Mark first <laughs> so you can formulate anything you may have liked about the movie. Mark Ellis Reagans, please tell us some things you liked about The Gray Man. All right, so as I was making, as I was thinking about the things that I liked about this movie, some of the things that I liked are also going to fall under the category of things that I didn't like, which is, is very rare for that to happen in, in a movie that I watched. So things that I like, it's a throwback to like the older 90s, like Schwarzenegger, Tango and Cash type of movies. There's not a lot of really complicated plot in it. It's mainly about the characters and the action and the situations that they're in. Uh, this movie definitely reminded me of like a Fast and a Furious movie and not in a good way. I thought some of the dialogue was funny. I actually enjoyed Ryan Gosling being a smart ass because he does that really well. Um, when they give him good material to do it, uh, I think he really shines. I don't think the material was that good here, but you know he did what he did the best he could with what he got. And I also thought uh, Chris Evans was hilarious, complete opposite of Captain America. I love when he plays a douchebag because that's how he started. That's how everyone got to know him. I thought the opening fight scene, at least the opening sequence of them trying to take out the bad guy in the middle of this big fireworks display, that I. I've never seen that before, and it was really visually striking. So that I, I really appreciated. Anna Diarmas is just smoking hot still. I think there's there's just no no getting around it. No matter what is going on with her and that character, she's just amazing. And Jessica Henwick was in the movie, and she actually just had to act. She didn't have to beat up anyone. She didn't have to throw any kicks or any punches. Kind of shoot someone, but not really. So she was just there to act. So I'm like, all right, cool. Jessica Henwick, you show up and do your thing just as an actress. Congratulations. Uh, so, yeah. So those are the things that I liked about it. All right, Aubrey, we gave you a little bit of time to think. <laughs> was there anything that you liked about this movie? 
I liked the cast. I thought that the cast was really good. They they all were really good actors. Um, and uh, the action scenes looked really good. Um, shot well. <laughs> it was in focus. <laughs> oh boy! But yeah, it was in focus. Yeah, the editing was okay. That's all I got. Wow! All right! All right! Uh, <laughs> all right! Wow. Okay. So I, uh, there are some things I liked about this movie. Let's get it out of the way right up the front. Um, Anna Diarmas is probably top three eyes chicks on the planet right now. Probably. We, we all, we all agreeable with that. Yes. Aubrey. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Anna Diarmas. Amazing. Uh, Jessica Henwick. Uh, I also love her as well. So there's a lot of, uh, like a waifu squad in this movie. It's pretty great. Uh, I do enjoy seeing the attractive ladies in the movie. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it looks expensive. The movie looks expensive. I w- I'm pretty sure all this was shot on location. It wasn't shot in front of the uh, volume screen at uh, Disney Studios in Australia. So definitely expensive movie. They have some incredible, crazy action scenes. You're right, Mark. I love the first one in the very beginning where they're in the club. Uh, the one on the train is another. I, I guess it starts in the park or the square, and then they get on the train. Yep. And uh, that that was phenomenal. Um, it just uh, ongoing, crazy, crazy, crazy action nonstop for almost, Christ, close to 20 minutes. Um, there's some great action in this, some great fights, some cool twists and turns. The cast is, uh, is pretty decent. I, I like the cast a lot. But, you know, that's really about it. <laughs> <laughs> What about things you didn't like, Marcellus? Tell me some things you didn't like about this movie. Oh, really quick. One other thing that I did like is uh, Julia Butters as uh, the young girl. I thought she was really good. Um, she's amazing. She's good and she's okay in this movie. They don't really give her a lot of dialogue, but she's amazing in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She's just phenomenal. Um, all right. So things that I didn't like. Uh, Jessica Henwick doesn't throw one punch or kick in this whole movie. Like, she's a badass. Why is she... Why do you have... I mean, granted, I'll, I'll watch... Anna Diarmas, you know, read the phone book, but come on, you gotta, you gotta let Jessica Henwood do something, you know, let her kick some ass. Uh, the airplane scene was horrendous. <laughs> it it's it seemed okay, it started off okay, and then it just got worse and worse until the part where he jumps out of the plane, and then it's just like, what the fuck is happening? This is just cgi garbage right now what what did happen there because he like flies through the sky yep catches that guy's parachute and then they're like fighting while they're falling i guess right and then he opens up the secondary parachute and then kills him on the way down i guess they don't they never really say they just show he he's on the ground and uh the other guy's hanging from uh from a rock somewhere so that's the way that i took it uh anyway that whole but the, the ending of that fight scene was just garbage uh, this movie is way too long. It is way too damn long. I want to say it's oh, it's like it feels like it's like two and a half hours, and it didn't need to be that long. Uh, I thought I know Joe, you liked the train scene. I thought some of that was cool, but all the stuff of her being on the outside of it, uh, just of um, uh, Anna Diarmas driving a car on the outside of it, that was just pure Vin Diesel garbage. <laughs> I was like, what is happening in this movie? Was it about family? That what happened? <laughs> it was not about family. Yeah, and and as much as I like some of the some of the witty jokes 
Some of the lines were fun. Some of the lines were just pure garbage. Just like, who wrote this? Like, how do you guys, this is like the a script that they found like in the bottom of a, like a drawer or something. They're like, oh, we, Netflix will give us $200 million for anything. Let's give them this. It'd be the easiest money we ever made. Um, so yeah, I thought some of the, the dialogue was a little cringy. But yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, Aubrey, the stage is yours. You clearly did not like this movie. Tell us about the things you didn't like. The story really sucked, and I know that the point of action movies is not the story, but that is like the point of watching movies for me. So if I'm just watching something for senseless violence, I mean, it's going to be boring. And that's just a pretty much what every single stupid ass action movie is about, is watching a movie just for senseless violence. I don't give a shit about that. I don't care. Um, and that's what this movie is. Like, the story is garbage. It's just not good at all the at least the story with the the movie that, uh chris hemsworth was in like that had a really good story to it plus it was an action movie this movie doesn't really have any story to it it's just like the the foundation of what being a story and then a whole bunch of action scenes in it and i don't care about that i don't care about looking at Ryan gosling and chris evans i don't i do not care <laughs> so i mean that really sucked and then also like I understand the point is that he's not going to get wounded and die and not save the girl and everything. But holy shit, the whole scene of him handcuffed to a bench and he's just somehow not getting shot or hurt or anything. And all of these bullets are flying everywhere between the cops and, and all of the, the different bad guys. Like, that... that me off. I almost turned it off because it's like this is stupid. There is no damn way that he's just hiding behind a stone bench and here's all these people dying and he, he seems to get out of it fine. It so stupid. And yeah, that was that was it. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I think we kind of all agree maybe on this point, but I, I just thought the script was terrible uh, in this movie. I just I felt nothing for the characters like I didn't care like at all like about anything that was happening in this movie period it did not care one bit uh, I don't know if, I'm sure that that affected you Aubrey but Mark were were you at all invested in any of these characters stories I was a little bit invested in Ryan Gosling's story um, you know just him as he's a- just like you <laughs> He's gonna be the new Black Panther, so you know we got you got, got you got your drive it. jacket out of the closet, <laughs> put it on before you watched it. I actually think he's a really good actor when he, you know, when they give him good material. Um, but yeah, they were trying to like work in the stuff about his dad and why he went to prison in the first place. And then there's that weird flashback scene at the very end of the movie where you're supposed to kind of care, but Steve, even then, it's like, why is this here? So, um, yeah, he out of all of the characters, he was the one that I was. I was interested in seeing his story, but again, this is such a basic plot. There is mm-hmm. barely any area for him to go into. Yeah. Uh, I just, I never felt anything for anyone in the movie. So we've got some great spectacle and I, I get what you're saying, Mark, about the train scene and much like everything in this movie, it just goes on too long. You know, if he get he gets on the train shoots a couple people and, and escapes and we just cut 10 minutes out of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably a little more tighter action scene. I don't mind it. I, I, I see where you're coming from, Aubrey, with this. You know, he's rolling around the ground. He's handcuffed. I, I don't mind kind of high concept action scenes. I love them in stuff like Nobody or 
John Wick movies, that kind of stuff. So, but it it takes a lot to pull them off. So, I felt like they pulled off some of it in this movie, but it didn't have any of the heart of some of these other better recent action movies we've seen where we care about what's happening. We care about the characters and it, it just was never sold. It was like going from one scene to the other. And I never really gave a shit about what was happening in between. And then some of them were bad. So like you said, Mark, the, the plane scene is, is pretty horrendous. That, that is bad. That was a bad action scene. <laughs> and you start to kind of have like your eyes glaze over like every 15 minutes is an action scene that more or less doesn't really mean anything. And right. you just feel like you're like falling asleep. There's only so many times I can watch them like block each other's punches and then <laughs> <laughs> push each other into something. Um, it, it was a lot. I thought the one in the beginning was good. I like the one on the train, but for the most part, that was really about it. Yeah, honest, honestly, that's really the biggest problem with the movie for me is I just never connected with the storyline or the characters. It just felt so long. It is uh, 128 minutes, Marcellus. Oh, so that's uh, two hours and eight minutes from start to finish, and it, it, you feel every minute of it. There's it's... a couple times I pushed up on the remote the first time I saw I'd only watched 45 minutes of it. I actually had to stop and come back. I started it, I think, on Thursday, and I was like, "Well, there's no way I'm going to finish an hour and a half, a two-hour movie tonight, but I'll try." And then I stopped, and I came back, and and I was finishing it on Sunday, and I watched some more, and then I, I pushed up. I'm like, God, this has to be close to done by now. I pushed up on the remote, and there was 45 minutes left. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep, it, it was a you lot. You know what's ridiculous is that it shows like the fight scene between Chris Evans and and Ryan Gosling, and you're like, "Oh, the movie's going to end." And you look at how much is left. Twenty five minutes is still <laughs> yep. left in the fucking movie after that scene. <laughs> it's 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 Netflix, man. Uh, do you guys think it's Hubris from the Russo brothers, or do you think this is just Netflix? Is like make whatever the fuck you want because this is the same thing with a lot of the movies we've seen with them, where they're just over long. Yeah, it's definitely Netflix just writing a blank check, saying, "Oh, the guys who made the Avengers Endgame movies wants to do this other movie with these names." Here's a blank check. Just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, it just seems like it's an issue with these Netflix movies as we go on. And even when I think they're great, like I loved uh, The Harder They Fall. But even that, as much as I loved it, I don't think you watched that one, Aubrey. Which one? The Harder They Fall. Western movie, all black cast. Nope. Nope, I didn't watch it. It was great. But it could have been legendary if they had just cut out about 20 minutes uh, <laughs> somewhere in the middle of the movie. So. Same thing with uh, Duh Five Bloods. It's another one we watched where it, it, there's a five five star movie somewhere within that three and a half hours of <laughs> three stars out of five movie. Uh, you know, and, and it's just that that's just kind of where I'm at. There's not much to complain about. Everything looks good. All, all the actors are all well acting. They're all big name actors doing well. Um, you know, it doesn't there's, doesn't look cheap. Every dollar's on the screen. Um, it's some of the action for me. I would have liked to not see so many quick cuts and uh, there was not, not a ton. We're not talking about born identity level, but there was a little bit of shaky cam and camera tricks to kind of hide choreography. Um, and, and with a $200 million movie, I, I kind of expect a little better than that. Uh, I would have liked to see the camera pull back more so we can see the action. And I'm going to say that in every action movie we watch where it doesn't, but, but for the Russos who directed, Winter Soldier, which is a great action movie with great action sequences in it. Take it out of the MCU altogether. Just just the highway action sequence in that is is just awesome, regardless of superhero or not. 
uh, they, they have the chops. I just don't know what happened in some of the scenes where it gets a little uh, wonky or shaky cam for some reason. So I was a little disappointed there. But for me, it was really just the fact that I didn't feel anything. I felt nothing watching this movie. And when it was done, I was like, okay, that's fine. I, and it's it's hard to even really get amped up in a in a direction for it, whether it's positive or negative, because it was just a movie that I watched. Really, the only downside it was two hours long. So, yeah, there was a part where where Ryan Gosling's character was, uh, you know, he's watching over the little girl. He's in a house, and then someone like breaks into the house, and he like you know disposes of him quietly, so that the little girl doesn't really know what's going on. And that fight scene was so boring, and I'm like. How is this the guys that made Winter Soldier? Like, I don't understand how they could have made that scene. And I'm starting to realize that maybe Kevin Feige is the real genius behind all of this. <laughs> maybe we gave maybe we gave them too much credit. Maybe Kevin Feige is the real star of the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> maybe the people that pre-res the action sequences are the <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> the true stars. Maybe they're the real friends we made along the way. <laughs> Give them a raise, damn it. That's what I say. Well, Aubrey, let me ask you a question. If you had to go see this in the movie theater, would you dislike it even more? Yes. I probably <laughs> would have been super pissed. <laughs> Mark Ellis Reagans. No, I actually would have enjoyed this more in the theater. You, know, you there's think so? A, yeah, there's a lot of big sweeping shots. By the way, something else that drove me crazy is the fucking drone shots in this <laughs> movie. Someone gave these guys the most... most uh, nimble drone and they put the fanciest camera on it and they just fucking had a ball and after a while I'm like give me a break we don't need to see this so um, that being said it is a big spectacle you can see the money and I think if I had saw this on a big screen with my buttered popcorn and everything I feel like I would have been more invested into it I would have been more immersed in that world if well you know you're sitting in the theater and there's no distractions your phone's not going off you know you're not getting up pausing it to do something so maybe maybe you would have been a little more invested because you're forced to sit there and pay attention to the convoluted plot of this movie <laughs> convoluted <laughs> not even some guys still tell some me files. tell me what was on the tell me what was on the microchip that they were fighting over it was all of the shitty things that the main bad guy, the young main bad guy from Bridgerton, um, all of the <laughs> bad connections that he's made and all of the the people that he's killed that he had. Uh, what's his face, dude, that he had Chris Evans go out and kill. That's it. What about Chris Evans mustache? The story of Chris Evans mustache? Yeah, we didn't learn about why he had a mustache. Oh, well, he had a beard, but, uh, you know, Chris Evans can't, you know, he's only clean shaven for Captain America. Other than that, he's getting some facial hair. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm kind of torn. I'm, I'm a little, little with both your ways. Uh, I don't know how I'd feel about spending two hours to go see this in the movie theater because you're talking about, uh, you know, half hour, forty five minute drive to the theater. Yep. Sit down, wait through Nuvi and the previews, and get your popcorn. And when the movie starts, it's over two hours long, and then you have to drive home. It's like a four, five, six hour investment of your time to go see it. But uh, I don't know. It would have been nice to see it a little bit on the screen. I will say, Mark, about drone shots. Yeah. Um, they talked about this on a red letter media video and that it kind of ties back to all these bad screeners that we keep getting <laughs> now that drones are, are a lot cheaper for people to use. Like everything has a drone shot in it. Yeah. So every bad like trailer, every horror movie or bad direct to video thriller movie or whatever always has a drone shot right in the beginning. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and watch the spirit Halloween trailer. What do they have right in <laughs> 
<laughs> a bunch of drone shots. <laughs> now, every time I see him, I can't stop giggling. But yeah, I don't I don't know if a theater experience would have improved this for me. Uh, Aubrey Litchfield, are you ready for the Gray Man 2? Are they really putting out a second one? Please stop. They, they announced a sequel and a prequel. No, they didn't. You're joking. Nope. Miserable. Marcellus Reagans. And trust me when I say that nobody watching ever wanted that. <laughs> Seems like a good place for that. Uh, yeah, if as long as it's streaming on Netflix, I'll watch it. <laughs> what? Ryan Gosling, you know, killing bad guys and rescuing people. And, you know, you, you get Anna the Armaz back in there. Yeah, I'm definitely watching it. Well, the good news, Mark, I'm not excited for a sequel or prequel to a long generic action movie. But the good news is for all you uh, Anna D.R. Moss and two and a half hour plus movie <laughs> fans, uh, Netflix pre- presents Blonde is coming out. <laughs> what, like six weeks? Uh, I don't know. I saw the trailer for it. All I know is that she doesn't shoot anyone in it, but I'm still going to watch it. Uh, of course you are. because we'll be reviewing it on the podcast. Looks like the <laughs> last week of September. So. Aubrey's a huge fan of two and a half hour plus Netflix movies. So we, we've got her signed up for that episode. Super exciting. NC 17. So keep Noah out of the room for that one. Unless you want to jumpstart <laughs> his puberty. Bored. He'll, he'll walk in. He'll hear it. And he'll be like, wait a minute. I need to be in there. Why are they wrestling mommy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got to get a score zero to five, five being the best zero being the worst for the gray man from Netflix. Aubrey Litchfield. What do you got? I'll give it a two. You know, it's not the worst movie, but the script really sucks. And the story really sucks. All right. Marcellus Reagan's. Yeah, again, I think if you're going to have some hopefully witty dialogue, it's nice to have these actors pull it off. I thought Billy Bob Thornton, you know, did the best he could with what he had. So that being said, you know, decent cast, simple story. I'm going to give it a three. All right. Just as good as Bloodshot is what you're saying. Yes, I stand by that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you know, it's pretty generic. So I'm not giving it a three. I'll tell you that. No, of course not. I mean, I'm probably at like a two and a half, 2.75. Yeah. If you want to factor in the uh, Anna D.R. Moss and Jessica Henwick factor. So, yeah, I'm right around that area. Two and a half, 2.75. It's fine. It was on Netflix. You can watch it in spurts. You can watch it over the course of like two days as you're doing errands or something, folding laundry, vacuuming. I I agree with Aubrey. I think in, at the end of the day, if I had gone to the theater to see this and made an effort, I probably would not have liked it even that much. So, yeah, I'm I'm right around that two and a half, two point seven five time. You know, hopefully one of these Netflix movies eventually is going to just completely knock it out of the park. Maybe it'll be Blonde. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait till Brunette shows up in the after credits scene. There you go. Crazy. It's going to be crazy. Um <laughs> Is this going to be like that Asylum movie? I forget which one it was where like Tiffany and Debbie Gibson were both in it and then they fight at the end. Oh, you know what? I I dreamt about that. I didn't know they actually made a movie of it. <laughs> they did. They <laughs> saw him standing there. It was crazy. <laughs> All right. I No, Mark, you. it was not only in your dreams. So. <laughs> I hate you now watch coming soon. <laughs> I've already watched it. So. <laughs> Awful. Anyway, 
Uh, yeah, that's it. That's our review of the gray man. Maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. So let us know on social media. Let us know what you think. Now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up. We're going to get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey Litchfield. What do you got? I recommend nobody spend their money on the new Digimon game. What? Um, because it sucks so bad. It's, it's just so bad. It's a strategy game, first of all. And, and I do not, do not like strategy games unless they're like, and conquer. And it, it's, um, so it, it's strategy game, but the, the dialogue is so long and the cutscenes are so long and it's like a point and click for a while too. And it's just, it's so long. I can't do it. I don't know why this game has such good reviews online because it is really, really painful. So wow. do not spend $60 on it because eventually it's going to be in the, at $9.99 and under bin at GameStop. Wow. Uh, you know, when I worked at GameStop, we had a customer that would come in when we got a strategy game out and ask if we had gotten the new strategy game in every single time. It will always stick with me to this day. If someone talks about a strategy game, I'm immediately like, strategy? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a tragedy that the guy could not find a strategy <laughs> game. So. Marcellus Reagans, how about you? Uh, yes, yeah, so I, I want to recommend a documentary that's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it's called Light and Magic. It's all about the creation of the best special effects house team in the world, Industrial Light and Magic. They're kind of grouping together to help this young filmmaker make his goofy movie called Star Wars. It's, you know, I've been watching... Bu- Star Wars behind the scenes documentaries my entire life. And I'm started this. I'm like, hey, there's no way they're going to show me anything new. Something that I haven't already seen in the 45 years, you know, that they've been making these things, but it actually has like a lot of really new material, new behind the scenes stuff, uh, some new interviews. It's each episode is about an hour and it's, uh, I think there's about five episodes so far. So, um, yeah, if you're into movie making, if you're a Star Wars fan, light and magic on Disney plus. All right. Uh, is it better than uh, what was it? Empire of Magic, Empire of Dreams. What's that one? Yeah, Empire of Dreams. I haven't gotten that far yet. Like I said, okay. each episode is about an hour. I'm about halfway through. Because I've probably watched that like 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Awesome. All right. Well, I will suggest that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week and links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. There's movie reviews. There's links to all our video and Patreon content. So go check it out. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel at YouTube.com backslash SoWizardPodcast. There are hours free exclusive videos there including adam's uh review of paper girls on amazon which we got to look at early some cool interviews unboxings and more movie reviews so check it out we do have an aforementioned patreon at patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast you can get exclusive so wizard content by supporting us monetarily this month it's the only place to hear our review of predator prey which is coming to Hulu uh, within a few days as we speak. So uh, exciting new Predator movie. We're going to watch it and you're going to get our review exclusively on Patreon. So check it out. Uh, What will I suggest? Oh, my God. What is going on Uh, coming out this week in the movies? Bullet Train. Pretty exciting. Uh, Finally, Mark, this is it. The final one. 
Yeah, I've been avoiding these trailers. I saw like the first one, and I I think I've missed like every one that's come up after that. Yes. Now that we've gotten Nope, we've gotten Pause of Fury, and when Bullet Train releases, every movie I've seen for the last like eight months has played one of those three trailers, and they'll have to get new trailers going forward. This is an exciting time for us. Very exciting time. So I'm excited for Bullet Train. Looks really cool. Be reviewing it next week, so check it out. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it. That is it. Episode number 417 of the Soulser Podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Um, check that out, guys. And the experts, Mr. Marquis. Markella's rate. If you want to make an omelet, you got to kill some people. Uh, everybody have yourself a good week and Wakanda forever. See you guys next week. We jump on the bullet train. Good journey.